everybody. The SWP is brought to you by All Insurance Ontario and Jim K. Ford. And everybody knows that Jim K. Ford is a fantastic choice to handle all of your automotive needs. And that includes them being a full-service commercial and fleet dealership. They supply companies in the Ottawa area with work trucks of all shapes, sizes, and functionalities from small delivery vans right up to the big F-750s. Whether you're in towing, landscaping, or deliveries, Jim K. Ford will help you with the right truck, customized for your needs. JimKFord.com, 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans. A lot of people I talk to end up asking me about what coverages should they have for their house. How much do I need? Why would I want that? Hi, I'm Jared Gerard, All Insurance Ontario. Call or text me at 801-2659. Give me a call, let's have that talk, and we'll make sure that you have the coverages that you want and that you need. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. The Steve Warren Project. Sports and whatever. You're looking well. Hope you had a great weekend. New week. I'm in love with the shape of you. This is the SWP for Jim K. Ford and All Insurance Ontario. It is Warnsey and Jungle back again. Diving into the hottest topics in sports and whatever. Jimmy, how was the weekend? How are things? Uh, did you do a song on the intro? <laughs> is this going to be part of the tradition as well? Yes, I did. Okay. No, again, I did. Yes, yes, I did. Oh. Ed Sheeran's I'm in love with the shape of you. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I got to. Sometimes I don't listen, Steve. No, every Sometimes time you I... don't listen since we started this little <laughs> tradition. You're you're perfect. You're batting a thousand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there we go. It came to uh, mind because he's being sued by some other guy for that song. I got a question for you, Stevie. Uh, okay. I came up this morning talking to someone. Um, and I wonder what Stevie, what this war, because uh, I know we want to get to a few things hockey, but maybe we can talk about it later. But what do you think, Steve, uh, the NHL should do, if anything, uh, about Russian players in the league. It's a tough one. We talked about and, it a little bit, and it, it's a double-edged sword because, really, these guys aren't, you know, you punish them from the country they were born in? I, I, can't, I, can't, I, I can't get my head around that concept. But at the same time, I'm all for anything that takes us one step further, even if it's a small step, um, one step closer to ending this thing. Like, it's just so brutal to see the visuals that I keep seeing every single day in some of the news. And if it means NHL players can't play in the NHL and if that's going to help a little, how can I, how can I deny that? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, yeah, I don't know. I just been thinking about it going, does it help? Does it hinder? Does it, uh, have any effect? Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I get, the problem is Steve, there's nothing to compare it to. Right, right. The, the the this, it's a war, right? Uh, and certainly in our time, you know. Um, but it's all it's all new ground. I was reading yesterday. I mean, there there's uh, there was an email that someone sent me with uh, the sanctions that are uh, are coming out against Russia, of course, right? And and it is a lengthy list of companies who are disassociating themselves with Russia. Uh, in in however they are connected with them, you know, um, like McDonald's, McDonald's, uh, credit card companies, uh, Apple, right? Is what they're doing, and I mean it's, uh, 
Let me just see stand down series. Well, McDonald's is a big one because that was one of the first ones that was kind of a symbolic thing business-wise from the West when the Soviet Union broke up. Suddenly McDonald's was in Russia for the first time or right. it was the Soviet Union. And so McDonald's, right. once this war had broken out, McDonald's was dragging their heels a little bit. But last week they finally said, okay, we're shutting down operations in Russia. Right. I'll just read you a few of that. I mean, it's a long list in alphabetical order. So what what some of these companies are doing, you know, Apple Pay, it's a full block. Apple is a complete exit from the market. Adidas refuses to work with the uh, national football team. Uh, Audi leaving the market. Amazon is a complete block. Uh, British Petroleum, 20% shares exited. Uh, uh, Boeing, exit from the market. Chevrolet, leaving the market. Uh, I'm just going down there. Coca-Cola, exit from the market. Dropbox will stop working in the country, uh, on and on and on. You know, Formula One, uh, the Sochi uh, race is canceled. FIFA, disqualification of the national team. Google Play, it's a block. Harley Davidson, mm-hmm. it's some sort of discharge. Instagram, yep. blocking propaganda, on and on and on. You know, a bunch of car companies. When you read that list, I mean, and that's, that's just a fraction of the, the list that's out there of businesses right. that have basically turned their back on Russia for what they're doing in Ukraine. Do you think that this has caught them off guard? Like, do you think that they were maybe unaware that it would be as unpopular worldwide as it is like almost universally unpopular? Like if you have, if you don't have a Russian birth certificate, chances are you are condemning what's happening in Ukraine. Well, you know, no one knows what this guy's going to do. You know, unpredictability, right, is is a scary thing, right? I'm talking about Putin, of course. Um, you know, the guy's the guy's unhinged, right? He's unhinged. So, in talking to someone yesterday about this, you know, they they go, "Listen, it. I bet that Putin has thought of this. That that you know, the, the reaction to what he's doing, uh, that that he's probably has a plan." You know, um, so I, I tend to agree with that. I tend to agree with that. Going, surely this guy, when he declared war and started dropping bombs and taking lives, uh, that he would have some sort of anticipation of what the rest of the world is going to do. Um, so who knows, right? Who, who knows? Uh, I don't know if that answers the question or not, but. Yeah, no, it's hard to know exactly. Yeah. Let's jump into some sports talk. A little levity, right. ladies and gentlemen. Um Tom Brady's coming back. I saw like, that. Yeah. He, he lasted two months. Maybe his kids were just running around the house and wiping their snot on everything and waking up. And he decided, you know, after two months of retirement, I've had enough of this. I don't know what exactly went down, but here's his uh, yesterday's tweet that he put it out there. He announced, these past two months, I've realized my place is still on the field and not in the stands. That time will come, but it's not now. I love my teammates and I love my supportive family. They make it all possible. I'm coming back for my 23rd season in Tampa Bay, unfinished business. What's what's odd about it, Stevie? I would, you know, he wouldn't be the first guy to come out of retirement, okay? But almost always, Steve, when people flip-flop on that, uh, you know, and, and household names, you know, big stars, that when they, when they do get to that point saying, okay, I'm, I'm going to hang them up, uh, you, you might find, Steve, they come out of retirement after a season has is, is been played, right. you know? After games are underway, uh, and 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 maybe they look at it and go, okay, I can't, I, I want back, I got nothing to do, you know, I I I really want to, you know, 
have another run at it, right? And and that I understand, right? And they look at they're sitting down watching guys play, going, "Okay, I want back in there. I want back in there." Yeah. Uh, so I might get that, you know. I might get that. Guys who take a year off or or you know a couple years even and, and come back. Uh, but this thing is like, well, what what has changed in the last couple of months? There's been no football games. All right. They're, yeah, they're, we're five or six months away from the next one. Right. We're we're kind of done. Uh, I, I'd be curious to know what, I, I don't know what the tweet said or if there was any expansion on it. What, what happened that you said, okay, uh, total about face here. Yeah. It's almost like you're saying it in the same sentence. All right. It's like, Hey, this is Tom Brady. I'm going to retire, but I'm not going to retire. I'm coming yeah. back. Yeah. What? Exactly. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Like, what the-, the reality is uh, it, it just such a, a short amount of time elapsed two months it almost seems orchestrated to me. You know, it'd be fun. It'd be fun if I retire, even though I have no intention of staying retired. I, 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 I don't know. I have no idea exactly how it played out, but that's how it feels when so little time has elapsed here. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So weird. Anyway, kind let's be weird, honest. Yeah. The NFL is a better place with Tom Brady in it, even though he's 44 years of age. Um, he, was, he was having a pretty good year. He led the NFL in passing yards touchdowns, completions, and attempts in 2021. But uh, the Buccaneers ran into the eventual Super Bowl champions, the L.A. Rams, in a very close game in the divisional round of the playoffs. Rams got out to that big lead, remember? And then Tampa Bay stormed all the way back and almost came back to win that game. But, uh, yeah, I mean, a couple of bounces here and there. A better start in that game, for example. I mean, this guy might have uh, yet another Super Bowl title, but those stats are ridiculous for a 44-year-old dude. I've got a scoop for you, Steve. I love it. Love it. We love scoops, right? Uh, in the middle of May, I think May 15th is when this is going to happen. Tom Brady is going to retire. <laughs> for now. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's a big scoop. Watch for that date. That's going to drop. That's going to yeah. drop in about eight weeks, Stevie. Okay, so you heard it here first, folks. You heard it on the Steve Warren Project first. All right. Let's get some love for that. So watch for that, Stevie, coming up. Well, and that's the thing. When he does retire for the final time, I, I, I mean, I can't give him accolades again. You know, you get one shot at that. You can retire, get all the accolades, the love, everybody talking greatest of all time, end of the era, turning of the page, passing of the torch, right, and the weeping. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm not giving that to you again. <laughs> when you're done, when you decide to retire, I'm not going down that road again. Uh, so you'll get a bye, good work, and that's it. No more right. of the accolades and, uh, and and going over what a great career you had, and you'll be missed. Because quite frankly, I'm not even sure I'll believe the next time. Yeah. Uh, if that's in May or otherwise, when you retire again, I'm not sure I'll even believe it. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah get back to me in a couple of years. I, right. I'm not sure I- you're not coming back. What I can't, what I can't figure out, Stephen, I have no idea what he's going through because I don't know anybody uh, else like him. Is where this guy is out there seeking attention. I can't think of anyone. Oh yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna take that back, Stephen. Yeah, yeah. It's me over here. It's me. I know. Hey, I know. It's me, Jungle. <laughs> <laughs> Pay attention to me. Look at Jeez, me. Take, give me the <laughs> microphone. Give me the microphone. I'm gonna talk. I'll take a time out here in the program. When we return, we'll talk about Austin Matthews only getting two games for a big old cross check on the side of the head on Rasmus Dahlin. Uh, I will make a case that if it's anybody else, you're into double digits for suspensions. 
and talk a little Blue Jays as well, because, hey, the lockout is over in baseball. That's coming up after these words. With dozens of huge insurance companies fighting for your business, rates are incredibly competitive. That means you're better off selecting on fit rather than premiums, since they're all pretty close. Are you a client with a boat and a cottage or rentals and investments? Let's work together to find the right fit for you. Text 8606008, All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Of course, the show is brought to you by our good friends at Jim K. Ford, celebrating their 40th year of serving the city of Ottawa. Jim K. Ford has always been family-owned and operated, and their amazing team of professionals, right from sales to service, is constantly training and improving to provide you with the best possible customer experience out there. Do a little shopping today at jimkford.com and then order up your dream vehicle. It's actually written on my script as drama vehicle. I don't know what a drama vehicle would be exactly. No, we're talking dream vehicle, exactly the way you want it. Visit them today, 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans. I'll I'll tell you something, Stevie, about uh, being in a car. Um, I was behind the Nepean Sportsplex, Stevie, when I was uh, younger, Uh, perhaps perhaps late teens, uh, with a chick. Nice. Yeah, and... uh, Bow, chicka, sort of. bow, bow. <laughs> yeah, right. And she was about six feet tall, and the car was really small, so there were kind of like legs and arms everywhere. And then the <laughs> like a bag of hockey okay. sticks rolling around it. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and then there was this, and I'm going, hmm. I I rubbed a little hole, Steve, where all the fog was, all the steam on the windows. Right, like yeah, yeah. And it was a friendly member of the local constabulary. Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah. Are you kidding me, dude? Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> it's like the scene from Titanic here all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what's up? Well, you're, you know, you're, you're undressing yourselves in a parking lot and uh, go home. Okay. Go, go home. <laughs> uh, I had to uh, filter a bunch of that, Stevie. What actually? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm keen next, to hear off the air the what ex- yeah I'm keen to hear off the air what happened exactly <laughs> yeah, okay, and then the yeah. cop joined in no <laughs> yeah what the, whoa oh what the hell <laughs> a twist ending to that story wow that's crazy put this on what <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm curious funny. to know what this was put this and the on. cop joined in oh my god everything was good again in the world. <laughs> Oh, uh, so, anyway, uh, what was that Harvey Keitel scene? It was it was bad cop, oh, yes. bad lieutenant or something. Oh my god! Yes, yeah, hey, caramba! Yeah. Uh, that's yeah, for another check day. That out. Yeah, uh, not good. Uh, speaking not of good. Uh, crimes and uh, misdemeanors, yep. Austin Matthews okay. suspended two games for cross checking. A weird one. It was it was this, uh, the outdoor game, and it was the Leafs against the Buffalo Sabers, and mm-hmm. no question. Rasmus Dallin, the Sabres defenseman in front of the Buffalo net, he starts it. He didn't like Matthews hanging around, so gave him a really hard cross check and kind of goes into, not hard, he goes into the crossbar a little bit. Matthews comes back with a cross check to the body. Dallin gives Matthews one, and then finally Matthews has had enough, kind of gets, he stumbles, gets up, and one of the hardest cross checks to the head I've ever seen in an NHL game. So people were wondering, this is the NHL's, Current goal leader will have the NHL have the stones to throw the book at this guy, and the answer today is a resounding no. He got two games right. for that. What do you think? 
well, when I saw it, right, it was it was kind of uh, uh, I. This happens from time to time when I see dirty hits, right? That uh, I'll sort of get this heart drop going. Oh my God, is, is, was that guy okay after that? Mm-hmm. You know what what happened here with the guy? You know, like like a spear or or you know or or cross check, you know, to the head. When I saw that one, I'm like, I I would have expected after that cross check that the guy's head would have fallen off you know yeah. like like if 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 that was a sharp stick okay uh, it, it might have carved into his freaking jugular you know how hard he hit him i couldn't tell it was a, it, like was it in the neck steve or right up in the head it was just like oh yeah, my god that, i was i was gross grossed out by it yeah grossed it, out. it, it was, was either like, in the, like either in the like the cheek or in the neck area and I was shocked. Yeah, that Darlene didn't seem to have any serious injury from it. He kind of bounced back, like almost the way you would bounce back if he had, you know, a face mask on or something like that. But he didn't. And uh, I thought the best. So it was um, Joe Newton who follows me on Twitter. I, he thought I thought he had the best line about what the NHL does when it comes to player safety. The NHL only suspends if you're able to truly injure the player that you were truly trying to injure. Wow. So yeah. basically, if you don't injure the player, it's not that big a deal. I think we right. can all agree that that could have been a massively serious injury. No question. No question. You know, think of, uh, I mean, you know, think of think of Bertuzzi there and Brashear and those, you know, and those guys. And, that, and then look at that thing going, you know, that's right up there. Yeah. That's right up there. I'm, bring, I'm bringing in old, old suspensions, but you know what I mean, Steve? Sure. Yeah, that thing is... You can't do that, man. You know, you cannot do that. Um, you know, it's always, to me, Steve, it's always, you know, when you look at it after and you go back to the bench and now you got to, you know, now you get called on the carpet, you got to make the phone call the next day or go to the office, you know, the headquarters there in New York. If you're on the team, when you, you know, look at that video with the guy, you know, your your head coach sits down with Matthews and go, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing here? We're, we're, we're in the best position we've been in a long time, you know, to win, you know, to, to, to whip our way through maybe to the Stanley Cup, you know, and, and, and this sort of stuff, man. You know, we, we got a bunch of games left, dude. We got a bunch of games left, and, and you're our guy, okay? Yep. You are our guy, you know. You cannot be doing that, right? you know. You can't be doing that because my, my thing always, Steve, is no problem, you know. Get, you know, call up a guy from the minors, Stevie. Okay, call them up, step on the ice, go to town. Well, it's funny. The NHL bears responsibility for this. I mean, inevitably, it's Austin Matthews' fault. But you go back to the preseason of this year, even into the month of October and in November, there were some frustrating moments for hockey fans because the NHL decided at the start of the year they were really going to crack down on the act of cross-checking. It's dangerous, it's commonly used, and it, it shouldn't be. There's no need for it. And so there was a steady stream to the penalty box early on in the season, but slowly but surely it faded back to the old model. Mm-hmm. And Rasmus Dahlin should have been penalized for that first cross check. And you can see in the video replay, the referee is looking right at it and doesn't even mm-hmm. flinch, doesn't even consider that being a penalty. Had that been called, then all of a sudden, you know, because about five seconds after that first cross check is when the really bad cross check that the head came from Matthews. Had they called that as they were implementing things back in the preseason in October, 
we wouldn't even be talking about this. So the NHL bears a little responsibility for not nipping this little battle in the bud before mm-hmm. it went to the extremes that Austin Matthews got to. Right. Anyway, the answer has got to be more than two games. Agreed. Yeah, no, if you told me, I would say that if it was some rank-and-file NHL player, you're looking at a double-digits suspension. And I really, truly believe that. Right, right. The problem they're going to get into, Steve, is the obvious one, okay? Because I do agree with with some of the uh, different rules for different folks. Oh, I, I get that. Okay, I get that. That that's just a reality of sports, right? That you got to protect these guys. Um, you know that you can't. You got to call penalties if guys are, you know, crowding them a little too much. Uh, they're they're going to get they're going to get more calls if you're Connor mm-hmm. McDavid, Austin Matthews, and Alexander Ovechkin. You know. Um, however, however, you know, they should understand that and appreciate that. Okay, but if you're going to do what you did, pal, all bets are off. You know, right. all bets are off. So, so as we change gears here, by the way, the Sens are back in action tonight. We're recording this on Monday, March 14th. They're taking on the Arizona Coyotes. And that's something of a revenge game for the weirdest hockey game I've seen in a while. It was a week ago Saturday when the Sens were in Arizona. Get this. They fall behind 4 nothing in Arizona, the Sens did. Then they roll back with five straight goals to take a 5-4 lead in the third. You'd think the Coyotes were just... Probably emotionally done at that stage, right? Not so mm-hmm. much. They'd score four more goals to win the game eight to five. Weirdest game I've seen in a while. <laughs> yeah, and we'll, have a, we'll have a rematch of that at the CTC tonight. And the Sens trying to rally after a really bad performance. They blew a 2 nothing lead against Chicago and fell 6-3 to three on Saturday night. And uh, yeah, that was just right. another well, gong show in their own end, unfortunately. But I want to turn it over to baseball. We do have baseball to look forward to. Spring mm-hmm. training will start later on this week. I think the Jays will get it going against the Red Sox near the end of the week. And they signed a new pitcher as well, which is kind of cool. They, it's, it's, it's basically cramming right now before the season starts with the 99-day lockout coming to a close last week. Mm-hmm. That was great and everything, but it's not a case of just starting to play because they haven't done any business in that lockout. None of the arbitration cases, of which there's like something like 200, none of the free agents that were out there, nobody, not, so many guys that are not signed right now, all of that still needs to be taken care of, and that may actually drag into the regular season. We'll see. But the Blue Jays got down to work with a uh, nice signing of a Japanese pitcher by the name of Yusei Kikuchi. Gets a three-year deal worth $36 million. And uh, so another pitcher what? to add to the staff. And that starting rotation is looking very, very good for the Jays. And that's kind of been an Achilles to some degree. We know they have a very deep, deep batting order. But now their pitching staff is now one of the deepest in baseball with, again, you say Kikuchi. You've got Jose Barrios, Kevin Gossman, who they brought in, Alec Manoa, and, uh, and Hun Jin Ryu. So you've got a, a very good starting five. The Blue Jays, I think, are a playoff team this year, in my opinion. Yes. So it's going to be exciting, wow. I think. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a Blue Jay guy. I'm a Blue Jay guy, yeah. I got all the games on all the time. Yeah. Uh, so who's who's bat- who's on the battery, Stevie, as they say? The Isn't battery. The, right expression? the battery? Who's on the battery? The battery will be. Besides my two boys, Bichette and Guerrero. Your battery would be just your pitcher and your catcher. That's the battery. Oh, yeah, you're talking oh, about I your, thought it was your like, batting order? Yeah, it's called the battery, isn't it? N- no. 
No, the battery is just up, the my pi- friend. Battery is the pitcher and the catcher. That's it. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I thought it was the batting order. Anyway, yeah. okay. Who's in the batting order? All right. Well, they've got a very good lineup still and, and have for a couple of years now. And so you've led by Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Lourdes Griel Jr., Kevin Biggio. You've got uh, Santiago Espinal, Bo Bichette, Teoscar Hernandez, George Springer, Randall Grichik. So, nice. Okay, yes, they're all there they're still. Look, all right. Yeah, looking very, very good. So I think that's as good a team as you got going in the American League. So I'm really pumped for the Blue Jays this year. When's opening day, Stevie? Yeah, so spring training games will run from March 17th through to April the 4th. And the actual season opening day will be Thursday, April the 7th. I think the Jays get it going on the 8th. They'll be taking on the Texas Rangers. It'll become a nice playoff foe for them. You think back to that uh, that absolute classic with the Jose Bautista home run, and they had the they had the fight. Uh, that's a good mm-hmm. uh, good rivalry for the Jays to start off with. So, looking forward to another baseball season as the boys of summer have returned. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah very I'm cool. Yeah, I'm ready. All right, closing it out today. William Hurt, the actor, passing away at the age of seventy-one. It was it was an odd experience because. I've just been watching the Billy Bob Thornton series, Goliath, and William Hurt played his partner, and he appeared in the first season and maybe a second season, and it kind of disappeared from the show, but he resurfaced in the finale and announced to Billy Bob Thornton, at least the character, that uh, he's happy to, he wants to help him because they were rivals and they hated each other, and in the final series, he comes out and says, I want to help you with this one last thing because I'm dying. And I said, I was like, well, isn't that art imitating life, as it turns out, as William Hurt passed away uh, yesterday? Uh, great right. actor, for sure. I remember no, really him from yep. Broadcast News. I think he won an Oscar for that. Children of a Lesser God. Body Heat, I want to say. Anyway, a bunch of great yeah. movies and certainly a very good actor. Yep, totally. Totally good actor. Um, Any final thoughts today, James? A couple, Stevie. Okay. Uh, I want to play you something because... I'm thinking of a theme song, Stevie, uh, of, from the '70s. Oh, I love it! Uh, and I can't, I can't figure it out. I, I played it the other day, and I, I nailed it. I nailed it. You know, they, they play these television theme songs, okay? And I'm like, boom, Mary Tyler Moore, boom, Beverly Hillbilly, boom, 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 Brady Bunch, right. all that stuff, right? And then I thought of one myself, and I can't, I can't figure out what show it's worth okay. with. So let me see if I can play it for. I tried to hum it. So I gotta let Warnsy see if he can figure it out. King of pop culture, they used to call me. Yep, Forest Rangers, it is. It is. Yep. Absolutely. We're playing it right now. We'll take us. We'll go out with a little Forest Rangers. I don't imagine there's anybody alive that will sue us for copyright infringement on that show. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Stevie, congratulations, Brad Gushu won the Briar. Why are you congratulating me? No, I'm saying congratulations, Stevie. I mean, congratulations is in order, Stevie. Oh, to I Brad see. Gushu. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. I thought. By picked- the way, Steve, um, they did it, Steve, with with. Only three guys on the team. Uh, and they, they didn't lose just a, a, a lead here, Stevie. They did it without Mark Nichols, like one of the best thirds in the world. Uh, he got COVID. And uh, Gushu beats Kevin Cooey. I don't understand. Yeah. How do you win with three guys? Aren't you disqualified? 
No, no, no. You can curl with three guys. Yeah. Well, who throws? So you the, got. I thought, I thought each guy had to throw a rock though, or two rocks. Well, they throw three. Two, oh. two of the the first and second guys throw three rocks. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know that was an option. Cool. Yeah, yeah. And oh. then and then one of the other guys throws two again. I guess I don't. I don't know. You got two. You got no. You got six rocks. The first six rocks. Yeah. The the two guys. The first and second, or second and third, whatever you're calling them now. Uh, so they got to run down. They, you know, they got to throw their rock and run down and sweep it. Right, like mixed doubles. Yeah. Could, well, anyway. what's what's the least amount of curlers you can have to win a like? Can you be? Can you curl by yourself? I don't need sweep. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't need sweepers. I don't know. <laughs> they might. They might do that. They're saying. You know, they're going to the worlds. Uh, they're going. With, maybe, maybe they'll drop it to two man. You know, so. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, congratulations to Brad Gushu. Um, yep. And we'll call it quits right there. Ladies and gentlemen, our website is stevewproject.com. We hope you have a terrific day, and we'll look forward to talking to you tomorrow. Good night, everybody. We'll Thanks for being with us on the SWP. Please subscribe today or support us on Patreon at stevewproject.com.